0: milsap fuel distributors limited is committed to ongoing customer service support and satisfaction we offer product knowledge product quality dependable services and competitive pricing we support our local communities protect the environment and provide cost-effective solutions for our customers who let the wolves out whoo let the okay, wolves no, out
1: no 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 we're not gonna do that as no, an intro no like that no we're maybe gonna do something like this
0: hello and welcome to this week's podcast the second episode of the week i should say episode five you know, i'm make... busy
1: making them making them like crazy
0: yeah i'm megan <laughs> Hayhurst, joined by uh, Mike Havers, <laughs> <laughs> the usual host here. Yeah. So, Mike, uh, quick rundown here. Let's just talk about uh, the games the Ice Wolves just had last night against Melfort.
1: Last night, yeah, they uh, had a great uh, game in Melfort. Started off uh, good and strong, built up a five-one lead. Ran into a little trouble in the third, but uh, able to hang on. Uh, at the end so uh yeah against a uh, top team uh Melfort sitting in fourth overall so uh against them big two points uh, and uh making a charge they're uh you know moving ahead of whoever's uh Kindersley who's behind them by now four points sorry three points and then uh they're within two points of sixth place so it uh, was a good game overall good road game and uh Melfort isn't an easy place to play and so uh Get and now, two points out of there.
0: And now Friday they're going to go to Flinflon Flon, and Saturday Flinflon's Flon's back here. So, Ice Hole fans, let's pack that rink and make it loud. But we have a treat for you guys here. We have. On defense, number four, Taylor Webb.
1: Ooh, we got some news about Taylor Webb. And
0: forward, number 12, Colton Thompson, the BC boys. A couple
1: uh, BC boys from, both from the island. Yes. sir. Who, uh,
0: you know, we should have done this like Zoom style so people could see their um, outfits today because they're not dressed for the little mini blizzard we're having, right boys?
2: Uh, Never are. No, no, no. Fashion comes first in BC. (laughs) You
0: got that right. Yeah, they were. talking about how Knights does not dress for fashion. (laughs) He dresses in his parka and his uh, overalls. Yeah,
1: still looks good though. Yeah, (laughs) he's prepared for it.
0: All right, so Colton, last night in Melfort, you scored your first ever SJHL goal and first as Ice Wolf. How did that feel?
1: Felt
2: pretty good. I mean, good to get it off the back early and then hopefully many more to come.
0: You know, and you guys are best, like, best pals I heard from before, and so clearly everything that Taylor does, you're just a little bit behind, because, you know, he came to the (laughs) Isos first, (laughs) and then now, now you are here. So, yeah, yeah. and, uh... And
1: I also want to mention that, uh, yeah, Taylor got his first, and then he got his second there uh, earlier this week, And then he became Rookie of the Week, so are you going to
0: be Rookie of the Week next week?
1: Possibly. we Let's got two games it. of Flam here, so... Yes, a couple <laughs> big games there. But I also was going to say that... Uh Taylor's such a good friend to Colton. He was he was the one that uh, helped set up his goal. He got a he got an apple on that one. So yeah, uh, that's.
3: Uh, that are one, are that... you
1: just carrying Colton or? <laughs> that, that, that one actually wasn't my apple.
3: Uh, oh, you you got no, credit, was, uh, yeah, I got credited a for one. Apple. Uh, yeah, no, but I'll take it. I tend to get a lot of those. <laughs> Do I <laughs> just boosting yeah. the stats? Yeah, no, yeah, that one wasn't mine. That was uh, Conrad and Strick. They'll get that fixed up. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, but I'll I'll take it though. Looks ah. good.
0: So, BC to Saskatchewan. Um, How? How'd you guys end up here?
3: Um, Well, I was um, trying out for Cowichan in the BCHL at the start of this year, and um, that didn't work out. That got cut short pretty early, and Killer reached out to me and kind of wanted me to come out here, and I told him if it doesn't work out in Cowichan, I would love to come out here, so... Lo and behold, it didn't work out in Cowichan. I played two exhibitions, got snipped, and flew out here, and I'll let Colton carry on from there. Yeah, it was kind of the same situation, both uh, coming up from the
2: VI and then um, getting our chance in the BC there. I played eight games with Cowichan. It was up and down from the VI and the BCHL, but um, the best option was come out here, had some connections, and it, it ended up working out great. And I'm happy here, and great group of guys.
0: Alright, so uh, we have to address this here. Your clothing. Um, do you own winter boots?
3: Uh, I own blundstones. <laughs> <laughs> I got, I got my work boots that I brought over. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think either of us have boots that go up to our uh, knees like the rest of the guys. Though. Not, not like I'm no, wearing right really now? Yeah, right, <laughs> <general>. <laughs> yeah. Maybe one day, but... One day. Managed so far, yeah. Yeah, you guys are well, su- surviving well. I I, so far. <laughs> I gotta
0: tell you, there uh, was it last season. The bus went to Flin Flon and the boys had to push.
3: Yeah, no, I heard about Seriously, that.
0: Seriously, your yeah. eyes went wide there, Colton. <laughs> it happened when we
3: uh when we went to Flin yeah. Flon the other day. Uh, my billet mom Jody made me take a pair of boots because she was telling me about that just mm-hmm. in case. So. Just in case
1: you had to get out and push. And as rookies, you you guys would have been the yeah, ones we pushing been the first. Ones pushing, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah absolutely. So let's uh, do some fun stuff here. Let's do a bit of a comparison. So obviously you're two different uh, positions here, forward and D. Um, let's start off, who would win a fight?
1: Yeah, Taylor Webb got his uh, first fight out of the way, uh, uh, was that against Flynn Flon? That Matt Egan, you, yeah. you fought Matt Egan. And, yeah. uh, so who would win between you two? I don't know. I
2: mean,
3: he's got a
1: little bit of height on me, but I mean, mean, you know, I may not be a fighter
3: at all. Like if you watch that fight, (laughs) if you watch that fight, you know, I didn't, I didn't dominate it whatsoever. I I did slip. That's what I'll say. Yeah. But uh, is
1: slippery according to Tommy.
3: Tommy's a little strict as well. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Like I said, I'm not a fighter, but you know, Tommy's a little puppy dog. Okay. So I, I don't know. I think that one would be easy, but. Who knows? Maybe practice will get intense, and we'll find out. I beg to differ, but yeah, we'll see. Maybe <laughs> yeah. it will happen. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. And who wakes up the earliest?
3: I'd say, I'd say I do. <laughs> we both like to sleep.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fair enough.
3: <laughs> now you wake up. Eight, what do you wake up? Eight thirty? When we got to be at the rink at eight <laughs> fifty? <laughs> yeah, get there on time.
0: That's all I I wake
2: up eight
3: twenty-five. Okay, yeah. so you got five minutes. On the day. <laughs>
0: And um if you guys were ever lost in the woods, which of you two is going to lead you out?
2: I don't know. I feel like we'd uh, be a pretty strong duo. We here. would be a good
3: duo. I don't know. None <laughs> of us really have like those survival skills.
0: I, I'm, I'm you gonna, guys would I'm both be stuck there in <laughs> and feel like you're both going to be stuck there after yeah. trying to navigate <laughs> to get you to <laughs> to Thompson's place there. Have you
1: either one of you driven in snow like this anywhere uh well, yeah, the beast, nasty, BC snows gets, like,
3: nasty.
2: It, yeah.
1: just it's just not, not cool. fun to drive yeah. in. Yeah.
2: This
3: yeah. stuff's pretty easy. It's, it's, a,
2: it's Yeah, a little bit of a different situation. Like, we got a snowfall on the island, and it's kind of, like, rings bells, and everyone's not, go, don't go on the road, <laughs> you know, because it's, like, down. I mean, it is slick and, like, you know, slippery, but it's just, we're not set up for it like you guys are out here,
3: so. Yeah. Everyone has trucks out here. Mm-hmm. I don't see many cars at all, which is nice. Like, my billet dad has a truck that I'm allowed to drive, and it just tackles the snow. Like, I'm not, yeah. it's easy. Yeah, you know, but
0: yeah okay and uh so out of you two who has the best chirps on the ice
2: i say Web's pretty quick <laughs> uh, i i uh,
3: <laughs> <laughs> i come up some like clever stuff sometimes but like yeah I, depends on like i don't know like when we when we played each other this year because like when we both played in the vi like junior b i played on sanich and he played on carrie park and we played each other well twice yeah, I think it's. Oh like no! Once d- and then I got suspended. Yeah, for the second <laughs> game. that's right. Okay, yeah, so yeah. we played each other once and we we're dishing a couple of chirps back and forth. But uh, I remember one situation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna name. Uh, I'm not gonna get into detail on it. But there's a good picture actually of us face to face in that game, uh, probably beaking each other. Which, yeah. I don't know, yeah, we can we can both dish it out. But good
0: fun times. Good. And uh, so, how long have you guys known each other?
2: Geez, since our uh, rookie season with Kerry Park, I'd say it was the first time we actually got to like know each other, probably seen each other around the rinks and stuff like that, but I mean, well, we were, didn't really get close until we were two we're, rookies.
3: Like. Oh, were seven, 16 turning 17? Yeah. Yeah. Both late birthdays. So, so so. Not too, too long, but I mean, I'm from Duncan and he's from Victoria, so we were never really friends or knew of each other until we played junior together, because it's obviously like an hour apart if you know the island, so we might have played minor hockey against each other i don't know he's probably not doing much out there oh so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right so and uh taylor you the sjhl named you rookie of the week how does Megan that feel i broke and... i broke that story yeah yeah you called me the other <laughs> day
3: for that interview and got right inside here yeah well I, I heard it before and someone said someone like i think. Tommy, you mentioned it, but I didn't see anything official, so I wasn't really too sure. You know, Tommy's probably pulling my leg like every other day, so (laughs) I don't don't know, but yeah, it's pretty cool. It's obviously an honor to be named Rookie of the Week. Hopefully I can do it again.
0: And so, um, Colton, does that change his ego a little bit? Has has that gotten to him? I mean, he's
2: got a pretty big ego to begin with, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it... It puts a little confidence on his back, so hopefully, it just yeah. you know, continues to play well like this. So there
0: you go. Now I feel like there's an underlying story that we're supposed to touch on involving golf.
3: Oh yeah. Jeez. Well, I just, you know, I thought if we were going to talk about a, <laughs> thought if we we're going to talk about a topic that's not about hockey, it'd be about our off-season activities.
0: Yes, know? absolutely.
1: So who's who's the better golfer? <sighs> okay, well
3: we we know the clear yeah, answer well, to that one. But T- Tommy's been golfing for a long time. I just started what this year, maybe over a year now. And I've gotten pretty good in the last year. He's doing well. But I just Tommy's just the last guy you want to go golfing with. <laughs> okay. I, I
1: I say that, but or you say that, but uh did you guys you probably weren't here when there was golfing season no, I, yet. I, but, I, heard, uh, I heard there's a nice course here. I, and to I, yeah, I want to play it. There's a guy that's won the the men's championship who happens to play on your guys' team. Yeah. Parker Layton yeah, is good. uh a heck of a golfer oh, so if so yeah. it's uh yeah. i'll
3: have you know. know though i tied him on a hole in the golf simulator at his shop there so oh, oh so you're bro- he can't be that look, good nice. look out boys next next year's that needs to be a TikTok yeah. as yeah. well i amazing. Yeah, let's do it yeah yeah, yeah but no back Wait, to we face off you where, know, where we can, are we here uh absolutely tommy is a cheater I'm Ooh. gonna say Ooh. that. I've never seen a guy hit so many balls into the bush okay, and have okay. it land on the fairway magically, so <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he's fun he's fun to get out with. He's he's a good guy to golf with, but you know, he's always on his phone texting his girlfriend, <laughs> always always cheating. Just can ever just get out for a fair game of golf. Yeah. But oh, boy. It's okay. We'll get there. This year, maybe.
0: So, (laughs) besides hockey and golf, uh, what else do you two get up to when you're not at the rink?
3: Uh...
2: Like, a lot of fishing. I mean, we like trained in the summer lots together. We got a good train on the island with uh, Adam Garrick for Transform Sports. He's been great to us. But out A little shout-out, um, shout out, out, yeah. yeah. This but, is the uh,
1: time to shout-out to anybody you want.
2: <laughs> um, other than, yeah, yeah, like, a lot of fishing, you know, lakes, rivers, I mean, ocean. We got it all down there in BC, so.
3: I didn't get out as much as I, like, my dad's got a pretty nice boat, and we spend like, the summer on his boat fishing, but I took Tommy out, like, what, twice? A couple times, yeah. Yeah, but. I didn't get out too much myself. I was training and golfing too much. So,
1: have hopefully. you hit the frozen water here yet?
3: I haven't. No. Me and me and Rob are gonna go check out the the his spot today, but. Not sure if we're doing that still or not, but hopefully we can get out soon. It'll be fun. So,
0: speaking of the frozen water here and stuff, snowmobiling, that was new to you guys, correct? Yeah, correct. Now, I believe I heard that you went on a bit of an adventure on a snowmobile <laughs> day. Yeah. Let's, right. uh, let's tell the fans about this. <laughs>
3: Our first time, uh, it, was, it was fun. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Fun's a word you could use. Uh, we, we were going to bring them from my billet parents in laws to their house. But about thirty seconds into that trip, <laughs> uh it got ended. Because uh I well, just got a picture there. <laughs> I wish you could show that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh weekend. You uh, guys can send that and I will post that yeah. for you. Yeah. Um, yeah, it didn't didn't last too long. We got stranded out in the trails. We we tried working our mechanical skills that don't <laughs> exist, but it didn't, it didn't work. So we had to call my billet dad to come save us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We got it
2: started. Up, we got it started up, and then we rushed, <laughs> rushed yeah,
3: over. Yeah, and then Rob comes out to. To fix them for us and he goes if you guys get it started just rip home so yeah. we finally got it started and yeah. i'm on the back and tommy just gases <laughs> it it's pitch black out at this point this this ski doesn't have a light on it which is just awesome so we're just cruising through the trail trying to get back and luckily we did so hopefully uh hopefully the next experience will be better than that one that's
0: yeah, awesome yeah. okay well and you know you live to tell the tale so yeah that's yeah. good so thanks guys for your time and uh Good luck in flin-flon, and uh, I'm sure we'll have you guys back on something soon. Yeah. Any last questions or things you wanted to say before you go?
1: No, I think that's uh, all all I have to say.
0: Okay, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and then we'll be back with Chris Joyce. Millsap Fuel Distributors Limited is committed to ongoing customer service, support, and satisfaction. We offer product knowledge, product quality, dependable services, and competitive pricing. We support our local communities, protect the environment, and provide cost-effective solutions for our customers. Mike and I are now joined by LaRange Isle's former goaltender, Chris Joyce. So, uh, you were here. We've kind of determined that you were here in the 2014, 2015, 2015-16 seasons, which uh, kind of would have been around the time that I moved to LaRange and... Uh, we uh, all know that when I was here, I was a big Clipper fan originally, so Mike knows a little <laughs> bit more about your stats and stuff then.
1: Yeah, you had, then- uh, I was uh, Sean Martin your coach both years you were here? Yeah, he was. Yeah, so yeah, Sean Martin, the former coach, yeah, he, you had a couple seasons and had a, a playoff series there that your second year here uh it shows uh ended up losing a seven game series. I don't remember who that was against though. Do you happen to remember?
4: Uh we beat York in the oh. first round and then we lost to uh,
1: Melfort. Oh okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And um yeah, what were your uh what would you describe your your time as an Ice Wolf? Uh like describe your experience here and everything like that.
4: Um, It was awesome. I really grew up a lot, and then I have to thank uh, Sean Martin for kind of giving me the opportunity. I came to the Ice Wolves as a 19-year-old rookie, and then um, we kind of had three goalies for uh, the first two, three months of the season, so I kind of had to earn my spots, and then uh, around December, I kind of started to take the job, and then by the end of the year, I had been playing quite a bit, and we missed playoffs by a point, which sucked, um, but then we returned like a pretty good group of guys. Um, we weren't the most skilled guys, but we were like a really, really close team. We were still talk, a lot of us. Um, it was a really great group of guys. And then we had a pretty good year, Our, um, our 20, my 20-year-old season. I um, had a lot of personal success, which was obviously good, and it helped me move on. Um, yeah, it was just awesome kind of getting to play almost every night as a 20-year-old, and uh, the team was good. We were, we went on a few pretty big win streaks, and uh, it was an awesome time.
0: And so then where did you go after the Ice Wolves?
4: Yeah, so after the Ice Wolves, I went to the University of Windsor for a season. Um, and then after that, I went to uh, ECHL with uh, Orlando for a little bit. And then I also went to uh, LA Kings like Development and Main Camps okay. that okay. summer. And then I ended up um, in the East Coast League in Quad City, um, a little place in Iowa. Uh, I was there for about a month and then uh, it kind of wasn't going great. I was a little immature, maybe. Didn't know what I was really getting into. And then I ended up going to Europe where I played in Norway for two years. And then I played in Sweden for about a year and a half until like last year at Christmas. uh, COVID shut our season down and then I kind of came home and. coaching and created my own company and kinda that's where I'm at now.
0: Okay, so let, let's talk a little bit about what is it like as a Canadian player to go and play in some of these other countries. Canada is very rich with their hockey culture. Did you experience that same thing in some of the other communities you played in?
4: Yeah, the States was, uh, it was okay. It's not the same for sure. Um, and when I went to Europe, uh, they just kind of really, like, love their sports teams. Yeah. Uh, so there was a, there was a lot of, uh, passion for, like, a team, and then, um, when you go over there, you're an import player, so there's a bit more pressure on you in that terms, but, um, the countries I lived in both, uh, are pretty, uh, well-educated and everyone speaks English, so the language barrier wasn't too bad, but, mm-hmm. uh, I did pick up, uh, quite a bit, uh. Sweden and Norway are sister countries, so the language is pretty much the same, even though it's uh, different. Um, so I could kind of use that there. Uh, I really only had to use it for ordering food and whatnot. Whenever oh. I was confused, I kind of just uh, said, you, can you speak English? And they always could, so okay. it wasn't too bad. had a few uh, incidents where it was uh, a little bit sketchy, but for the most part, it was fine. Um, and then kind of with hockey, you just kind of bond with your teammates, and it's the same
0: anywhere else okay and um you know just bringing up that bond how important is it to have a team that clicks off the ice like does that really actually matter when it comes to how you guys play on the ice uh, i think it does
4: um some some to some extent it doesn't but i think uh the closer you are you kind of the easier you'll have um, the ability to kind of bounce back and Fight through the adversity and uh, you know kind of band together, which is super important. I don't think you'll ever find a winning team that uh, doesn't have like a good locker room culture where everyone supports each other and whatnot. Okay.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. And so, uh, what was it like? Tell the v- viewers like I think it's so cool that you you know got to go down to uh, L.A. Kings, your development and their their camp and everything like. What was that like as a Canadian kid, you know, you know, going to an NHL team, like, you know, even for, for camp and development or like that, that'd be so cool. Like how, how did was that experience for you?
4: Yeah, it was, uh, it was unreal. Obviously, um, it was a big, uh, big jump for me. I'm not sure if I was ready. Maybe I should have stayed in school, but I don't really regret it at all. I was kind of, um, my whole plan was to go to school and then go play pro hockey. I kind of always just wasn't huge into school I wish I was more but this kind of is what it is I can't say that I wish I stayed I don't know if I uh, enjoyed the school part that much but um the ability to go to an NHL team I don't think you can really turn that down and I got to get an opportunity there and I did show pretty well and then kind of just um playing pro in the states uh once it's your job you kind of are always looking for uh, a way to make money and whatnot And so that's kind of where I decided to go to Europe as the opportunities were a bit better there and I ended up kind of just being a starter every year in Europe, which is obviously ideal for me.
0: Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Is there any plan to to go back to Europe now or are you going to stay and focus on uh, the coaching and everything here in uh, Canada and Prince George?
4: Yeah, I think I'm going to stay. I'm not sure if Prince George is my end goal, but... Um, it's a great spot for me right now. Um, there's not a lot of uh, goalie coaching up here, so I'm just working with some academies, and then in the summers, I'm really busy. I have uh, quite a few goalies now who are playing juniors, so that's good. Um, ideally, I'd like to you know, hopefully get a job in junior A and the WHL um, coaching goalies with the team, uh, so that's kind of a goal of mine, and then you can obviously always do the private stuff uh, on the side, so that's kind of what I'm working for now, and then... Um, so I don't think I'll be going back to Europe unless, uh, maybe I get a coaching job there that would be worthwhile, but, uh, I'm kind of trying to settle
1: down now.
0: Yep. And, uh, so let's touch on that. You, uh, had expressed to us, uh, previously that, you know, Dawson Smith, you've worked with him before. What, uh, yeah. what's that like? <laughs>
4: uh, Dawson is a great kid. Um, I've worked with him two, two and a half years now in the summers and, uh, When Last year when he was playing in Prince George and I came home, I worked with them quite a bit. Um, So he's a character, he works really hard, and uh, I think uh, he has a lot of upside to be a really good goalie um, for the Ice Wolves. Hopefully he can uh, take advantage of the opportunities he's getting.
0: Yeah, I think so, too, and, uh, you know, everybody's always uh, poking fun at him for the, you know, girlfriend thing, so maybe you can help him out on that <laughs> end, too, this summer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it can be. Yeah, I mean, program. I'm just trying to get him to start showering on
4: time and uh, changing his socks and underwear, and then maybe we'll get to the girlfriend eventually.
1: <laughs> start yeah. with the basics. Ba- baby steps, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Maybe he needs a sick mullet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know if that'll help him either, but... Um, I think if we start with a shower, yeah, it'll be good. That'll be a, a step in the right direction. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, okay. And so now, Laurent, you said, uh, was a, a special place for you. Who were your Billet parents when you were here?
4: Uh, so the Keiths uh, were my uh, Billet family the first year, and they were awesome. Uh, I made good friends with uh, both the kids, Darian and Taylor. Yeah um taylor was a goalie so uh, it was awesome to help her out when she was playing and then darian was uh only two years younger than me so we got to hang out quite a bit and then uh had some friends on the team and so he was always around so they were awesome and then the next year living with uh rob and jody was it was incredible they kind of showed me what it's like to be a part of a real family um and then growing up with uh, their two kids uh Danic and Joran. Uh, Joran was not even two years old. Yeah. Um, so it was pretty cool living with them. And then uh, Joran's first words were Joyce, not mom. So uh, yeah. I love that yeah. story. Um, I don't know if Jody still loves that, but uh, <laughs> that was pretty funny. I used to um, always take Joran down when I was having a pregame nap and just he would just sleep with me and oh. stuff. So he was awesome. Um, and Danick was a lot of fun too. Same thing. So. I love uh, seeing those guys and talking to them at Christmas, and hopefully I'll be back soon if uh, we have a golf tournament this summer. I'd love to be there for that. Yep,
0: absolutely. And did you have any, um, you know, I imagine Rob took you fishing when you were here too, hey?
4: Yeah, a little bit. We went uh, ice fishing. Uh, I love the fish fries. I remember we went to Stanley Mission a few times, and they had a big fish fry for us. It was unbelievable.
0: Yeah, I really feel for these guys, like, you know, the past seasons where they ended for COVID, but, like, even this season where um, they are being limited to some of the things they can do in the community, like, they're not experiencing all the things you guys have done in the past. No,
4: no, exactly. And I just remember, like, snowmobiling and stuff that I had never really done before and snowmobiling, like, uh, across the lake in my first year to get to practice and stuff like that. It's just so different and it's awesome. And then just kind of the community stuff was cool, like uh, going to play floor hockey at some of the schools and meeting the kids. And obviously, when you're in such a small town, you're kind of the you're kind of the rock star, and it's cool to be kind of looked up to like that. So uh, even though you're in a really small town, you kind of feel pretty big sometimes, which yeah. is uh, it's cool.
0: Now, being a goalie, um, that um, is a position that, like, I guess the old phrase, you need some thick skin for um yeah when you're doing your goalie sessions and stuff do you ever kind of touch on some of that stuff or how do you help somebody get some mental confidence along with their physical development of the position
4: um a lot of it is is just kind of telling kids you believe in them and kind of explaining to them that they are good enough because a lot of it is just the mental battle of am i good enough to play or am i confident so a lot of that is just me kind of doing some drills to make sure that they feel good, work on their strengths as much as their weaknesses, just to make sure that they're confident and then kind of explain how long the, the journey is to get to where you inevitably want to go, whether it just be junior or college or even higher. Um, it's a long road, and you, you have to really be patient, and there's going to be a lot of ups and a lot of downs as well, and just kind of handling them both at the with the same sort of uh, kind of mindset. I'm not getting too high, not getting too low, um, and for me that was a big thing. I, I loved the glory, but I kind of took the losses way too hard. Um, so, kind of trying to help kids through that.
1: Yeah. Um, so, like in in a way, um, like how would you like? Who did you kind of look up to, or did you have any coaches or anybody lead kind of show you? how to handle situations like that or who other goalies who would you try to you know I or look up to or who would you try to model your game after or you know
4: yeah I think modeling your game after is just I am like the hockey nut so I'd watch a lot of hockey and um typical like northern BC kid Carey Price is my favorite goalie um he's he's only a He's from about a town two hours away from here. Um, So obviously I always looked up to him. And then uh, just kind of other goalies throughout the league. I used to love watching Dominic Hasek play and just how much he worked and grinded for saves. Um, And then most importantly for me was uh, having good goalie coaches kind of being there and same with me. What I'm trying to do now is just kind of make kids confident and let them know that you believe in them. Uh, So when I was in La Jamie McKegg was a big part of me going to Orange and getting Sean to sign me. Uh, so he was uh, our goalie coach for two years. And then um, the five years I played after junior, I was always going to see him in the summer when I could. And then I also had a goalie coach uh, in BC, Tyler Love, who helped me through a lot. So those two guys um, were probably the most important to me um, just in terms of building my confidence and kind of being there for me when I need someone to talk to.
0: And um you know what is it like playing junior A like does that add a pressure any like you know when you're when you're young like does that status of junior A play a little bit more into how you handle those losses like would you have been as hard on yourself if you were just playing double A or something like that
4: Um I think it probably varies from person to person but uh as a kid i didn't always make the top team uh but i still kind of took it like i never gave up my dream of kind of obviously as a kid you're trying to make the nhl but obviously i knew that there were steps to get there um so i actually played two years of junior b before i played junior a and um during that whole time i never really lost my dream i had a lot of self-belief in myself which i think was probably one of the reasons i was successful um, I didn't really take many no's for an answer, and if I got a no, I just kind of moved on and was pissed off about it, but uh, just kind of took it in stride and tried to find the next opportunity.
0: And uh, have you been uh, paying attention to how this uh, current Ice Wolves team is doing?
4: Oh, On and off. Uh, I talked to Dawson a little bit here and there. I know it hasn't been the greatest season. I know last year they started really well. Um, but yeah, I've been trying to keep tabs as much as I can.
0: And uh, when you played, like, Mike and I have not seen a season or remembered a season that was this plagued by injuries. When you yeah. played, was it a team that had to battle through a lot of injuries or is what uh, you're Dawson say yeah. kind of just I played, played a few. I think we had a in, – in the playoffs, our first game, our best player, Cole Porter, broke his
4: leg. So yeah. that was kind of uh, – we kind of knew we were done then, which sucked. Hmm. Um, but I think we did battle a lot. It's kind of hard to remember now. I kept healthy for the most part, so selfishly, I probably don't remember who was <laughs> hurt at the time but uh I know it was never an easy battle getting people to come to Larange, which is sucks yeah. there's a little bit of a stigma of going up there but um so that was definitely the biggest battle with us is trying to bring people in um, it's probably the reason why we didn't have a bit more success, but uh it is what it is. We had a great team um So many great memories. I'm not sure if I'm not bitter about not winning a championship or anything like that. Obviously, it sucks. But you kind of just realize, you know, every every year is different. And those are two really great years for me.
0: And isn't it funny? Like, you did mention the stigma of not people not wanting to come up here. Because then once you do get someone who is here, they just love it. And they go, what were people talking about? Or why wouldn't people come here? Like, Yeah. For it's, sure, uh, you know and as people who love it and love the organization of the ice and stuff you know we do really love when someone comes here and also takes part in everything we love too yeah and I
4: think it's like that kind of everywhere in the world like yeah. I know when I went to Sweden and Norway it was kind of like as long as you're kind of putting in an effort to learn the language or kind of be a part of the culture people accept you and they love that people are like trying to kind of fit in and that's kind of what you have to do obviously wherever you go and kind of have to adapt and that's I think the only way you can kind of have fan support and whatnot is if you kind of respect them as well because they're paying money to come see you play and spending their time to come watch you they just want to see a good effort and you to respect like their community because we are we are kind of um, representing the town and the city and the community so um, yeah it's really important it's awesome I I love LaRange for that and just obviously there's some people in town who don't like the Ice Wolves and that just is what it is, but there's a lot of people who just love to watch you play and interact with their kids and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, it's uh it's it's yeah, just a, a little family of, you know, yeah. the hockey world that uh Exactly.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you for uh, being on this uh, podcast, and all the best uh, to you. And uh, with your goalie um, coaching sessions and now, um, are you? Can people find you? Like, do they have to go to Prince George if they wanted to work with you?
4: Um, yeah, you could find me on Instagram and Facebook, it's uh, KJ Goaltending, um, um, hopefully one day I'll be able to maybe make a trip to Saskatchewan or La Ronge and work with some of the young goalies there, or even the Ice Wolves, uh, that's something I would love to do, for sure, uh, but most of my stuff is, yeah, it's in Prince George, or in the North at least, I do some clinics, uh, kind of throughout Northern BC
1: at different minor Hockey Academies and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah, so um, if we get any, any listeners out in that area... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, any goalies' uh, parents, or you know, look look you up and uh, find
0: uh, find a spot. Find yeah, a that'd be can awesome. <laughs> reconnect. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, thank you for your time. We're going to take a quick commercial break, and then we'll be back to wrap this episode up. Milsap Fuel Distributors Limited is committed to ongoing customer service, support, and satisfaction. We offer product knowledge, product quality, dependable services, and competitive pricing. We support our local communities, protect the environment, and provide Well, I want to say a big thank you to our uh, guests, Colton Thompson, Taylor Webb, and Chris Joyce. Thanks for being on the show. Yeah, it was
1: great uh, to have have these guys and great uh, information from uh, Chris Joyce. And anybody that's out there in BC in his neck of the woods, look them up if you're looking for a goaltending coach. And uh, yeah, it was a great uh,
0: episode. And uh, yeah, so these boys uh, are off to Flin Flon on Friday, and they will be back in La Ronge on Saturday, facing off the Bombers in a home-and-home series, so it should be good. We will have that call where you're going to to get Flin Flin some Flin.
1: revenge on the boys for uh, the last two games against Flin Flon, and uh, I think we're going to takes take a couple
0: games from them and so and we got to see if colton thompson's gonna follow in Webb's foots and get that second goal yeah so thanks fans and uh you'll hear more from us uh on sunday with our sixth episode on sunday so have a good uh rest of your week na 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 no 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 this might be my last
1: this might be my last podcast if you keep doing stuff like that that's it